0: Hi there welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachomet with the Las Vegas Colo. The worst season in Green Bay Packers franchise history was 1958. That year they went 1 10 1. One win, 10 losses, and one tie. One journalist put it they overwhelmed one opponent, they got underwhelmed by 10 opponents, and one opponent they just whelmed. It was the worst season in the entire history of that illustrious team. At one point, they lost seven games in a row by an average margin of more than 22 points. That year, on average, they gave up close to 32 points a game. Just a dreadful season. If you know anything about football, you probably can guess what happened the next year. The next year, they brought in a new head coach, Vince Lombardi, who would completely change the culture and the attitude of the entire team, and they would go on to be one of the best franchises in the history of the league. What was the key to Lombardi's success? How was he able to transform the 1958 terrible team, one of the the worst team in Packers history? How was he able in one year to transform such a lousy football team into a great championship level football team? What was the secret? If you look at the end of Sefer Devarim, the end of Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, is a chapter where Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moses urges the Jewish people, vishavta al Hashem alokecha, Repent, do teshuva. The chapter is filled with Moses' pleas to the Jewish people that we might sin, we might not be perfect, but always remember that God wants to hear our teshuva. He wants to hear us repent and to go to God and ask for forgiveness. Rabbeinu Yona, one of the great commentaries and early Jewish philosophers, wrote an entire book called Shari Tshuva, The Gates of Repentance, where he outlines what are the critical and necessary ingredients for Tshuva, for repentance. What does it mean to repent? Rabbeinu Yonah identifies one of the most fundamental and critical elements of Tshuva, of repentance, is charata, is regret, remorse. Now, typically, when we think of regret, we think of it as kind of like a negative feeling. We feel bad about what we've done, and it's not such an uplifting feeling. It's, you know, it can have sometimes a negative connotation. Rabbeinu Yonah tells us something really remarkable when he writes about the idea of regret and remorse. He points out that when we reflect on remorse, regret on our deeds, the actions, the things that we've done wrong in the, in the past. One of the things we're supposed to focus on, Rabbeinu Yonah says, one of the things we should reflect on is the fact how God gave us this soul of life, he gave us a heart of intellect, the good mind, we can recognize God, we should fear God, and we can have the ability to have control over our body. And he goes on to talk about When he speaks about this idea of charata, of regret, he talks about reflecting on how just how great each and every one of us as a human, how great we are, the potential, our illustrious souls, the intellect that we have. And he talks about how it's so important to reflect on the godless adam, the greatness that each and every one of us has. And it's a really interesting thing, and I believe it's a very deep and positive perspective on what Judaism means when we talk about charata, regret, when we talk about tshuva, when we talk about repentance. You see, regret is closely tied to expectations. If we don't have high expectations for ourselves, it's kind of hard to feel regret or remorse when we fail, because after all, I didn't really expect to succeed in the first place. But when we have high expectations, when we demand high levels of standards for ourselves and we recognize that I've got a lot of capacity for greatness and then I don't achieve greatness, well then I reflect on my shortcomings and I think, well wait a minute, I've got all these skills, I've got all this potential and I haven't lived up to that potential That's a motivator in a positive way. That's a positive element of regret where I go ahead and I say, well, wait a minute, I had such opportunity, I had such potential, and I fell short, I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen again. Rabbi Yonah is highlighting that when we talk about regret, when we talk about charata, in the process of tshuva of repentance, it's a recognition of reflection of just how great each and every one of us actually are. We have to focus on our greatness, on our potential to achieve great things spiritually. And when we go ahead and we focus on just how much potential that we have, and then we reflect on what we've actually done in our lives, we'll see a gap. And then we'll feel bad about that cap, but in a positive way, in a motivating way, in a way that motivates us to improve our ways. Because after all, I've got so much skill, I've got so much potential to achieve great things. I haven't done it in the past, but I'm going to be sure to do it in the future. And and Rabbeinu Yona is teaching us focusing on our potential, focusing on our greatness, That's what we mean when we talk about charata, regret. It's the concept of recognizing how much capacity each and every one of us has. And it's something that we need to reflect on. Each and every one of us are created in the image of God. Each and every one of us are given so many skills to accomplish so many great things, spiritually and otherwise. And we need to go ahead and never sell ourselves short in terms of our expectations of what we expect from ourselves. And therefore, when we find that we're not kind of of meeting or achieving the goals that we want, we feel bad about that, but in a positive way, in a motivating way, in a way that tells us we gotta improve, we gotta do better because we expect greatness and we demand exceptional behavior and spiritual greatness it's such a powerful idea of recognizing expectations are so important when it comes to regret, when it comes to charata, when it comes to tshuva, when it comes to the idea of repentance. We have to demand a lot of, that of, our, of ourselves because we have to recognize, as, Rabbi, as Rabbeinu Yonah is pointing out, we have to recognize, recognize the innate greatness that each and every one of us has. Because if we focus on that, that's the key to improvement. Vince Lombardi He didn't blow up the Green Bay Packers team. That underwhelming 1958 football team, he didn't blow it up. He didn't, you know, change conditioning techniques, although he did implement a lot of new X's and O's and strategies and things like that. What Vince Lombardi did was he changed the culture. You see, what's notable about that awful 1958 football team is that on that team were five future Hall of Famers on that terrible team, five future Hall of Famers, including Bart Starr, Ray Nitschke, some of the greatest football players in the history of the league. What Vince Lombardi did is he demanded excellence. He told his players, and he he explained to them such a beautiful quote. He said, we shall play every game to the hilt with every ounce of fiber we have in our bodies. He explained, gentlemen, we are going to relentlessly chase perfection knowing full well we will not catch it because nothing is perfect, but we are going to relentlessly chase it because in the process we will catch excellence. I am not remotely interested in just being good. Lombardi recognized the failure of the 1958 Green Bay Packers was not a failure of talent. It wasn't a failure of they didn't have the right players. It was a failure of the team looking inwards and demanding excellence and greatness from themselves. They didn't have the expectations to be champions. And what Lombardi did in 1959 and in the following years is he built a culture of excellence. We are a talented football team, we're a championship level football team. And once he was able to go ahead and raise the bar in terms of expectations, well, that team was able to look back on that 1958 season and say, you know what, with that positive element of regret, we didn't live up to our own potential. We didn't live up to our own capacity. We need to look inwards and recognize we have the capacity to be a championship level football team. And guess what? They would go on to be one of the most dominant teams in football history. If it's true about the Green Bay Packers, it's true about you and me. We need to take a moment and look inwards and recognize each and every one of us has incredible potential, a potential for greatness to achieve all the great spiritual things and other great goals. Never sell ourselves short. We need to have that positive element of harata, of regret, that recognition that we can accomplish great things. We need to make sure we have a high level of expectation and demand greatness from ourselves.